0: Hello and welcome to the Emerald Cast. episode 63. My name is Nolan, with me is... I'm Janelle. And also... I'm Alex. How you guys doing?
1: I ate, ate too many lemons yesterday, and now I have a stomach ache.
2: I saw... Why do you, I you I just saw... eat lemons? I just do... eat lemons?
1: I'm not doing... That's not all I eat, listener. I eat other foods. Too. Yeah,
2: but no, but eat... when I say just eat lemons, you eat, like, just lemons. Like, you will... Well, for I a mean, snack, so... you get
0: lemon and salt. Yep. Janelle, I mean, we, we're, 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 we just moved to a new apartment. We're in Seattle now, and um, there's not as much in the fridge as there was before we left. Nope. Because you're, we live on the fourth floor of a building with no elevator. We brought some necessary groceries, and we've been shopping with, with uh, extreme discretion to avoid those yes. flights of stairs.
1: So only the necessities, like a <laughs> lemon and um, two packs of cheese.
0: I didn't even know we had cheese until oh, I just, you came over here with a slice of cheese. I just
1: ate some. I got cheese breath. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I don't think the mic will pick that up. <sighs> I think that you're safe on that one. Someone
1: would pay for that. How are you doing, Alex? You have cheese breath?
0: I, I don't, and I also won't pay for that, but I'm doing okay. I uh,
2: huh? I do have food in my fridge because I am still in stinky old Oregon, but, you know.
0: Yeah. So, listener, probably noticed we took a bit of a hiatus there. Um, we took a week off because of... Janelle, nice move. I think we mentioned it last week, but it's uh, it's been pretty busy. But things are settled now, and yeah. uh, you know, pen, you know, as long as nothing else goes wrong, we should be coming back to you again with some good old weekly gosh dang news. And uh, some some stuff came out this week. It was actually a fairly good week for releases. Uh, Janelle, I know that you and I have been looking forward. To a big one that unfortunately we did not get our hands on
1: yeah uh, resident evil village not titled resident evil 8 just came out and at first it seemed like a lot of the reviews were pretty negative but it seems now like the people who like it really like it um it looks pretty good but we haven't played it yet like you said i assume we'll get it like in the next week or two and then be able to talk about it here pretty soon
0: we came really damn close we, we were in a game store and they had a stack of PS4 copies, and we held out for that PS5 copy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Came real close. That makes sense. I get that. Because yeah. people are buying those up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But I think that that... Uh, we'll probably be able to get a review out in a couple episodes. I'm pretty freaking excited. I really, really like Resident... My favorite Resident Evils are 1, 4, and 7. So this, this, to me, is like... I'm getting four and seven.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've, I've know, heard it's, it's kind of... I've heard it's like a uh, like a compilation of all of the like best parts of Resident Evil, and it sort of treats it like a... Like a... What do you call it? I guess it's like a haunted house. And That makes it sound like it's not like... Well, I mean, I don't know. We talked about this before. I, I feel like Resident Evil's never been quote-unquote scary in the same way that Silent Hill is, where it's like dread and horror. Resident I mean, Evil it... is kind of like... It's, it's survival and quick scares, right? It's like I mean,
1: the, the first one genre is survival horror. Um, and I think that 7, for the most part, has a lot of it, too. But I think you're mostly right. Um, I will say, though, that we played the first demo for this game. We talked about that a few episodes ago. And that was freaking scary. So...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it sounds like the game... So, uh, what I have heard uh, from a couple of the reviews that I watched is that the game does have some tense scary moments, probably like the one they prioritized in the demo. Yeah. Um, but that the action is absolutely the thing that they're focusing on in this game. It was actually Narrell on YouTube, I don't want to not give him credit, uh, who said that the scary moments in this game are less Resident Evil E and more PT Hell yeah. Silent Hill, which is pretty exciting because yeah. to me that means maybe they are gonna try and lean into this sort of uh atmospheric horror which which seven did marvelously and the demo for eight did marvelously i do think that atmospheric horror is a little bit incongruous with the direction of the game of the the rest of what i have seen from the game but i'm very willing to kind of just go on this like disneyland dark ride that capcom seems intent on making where it's just like now for the next 35 minutes you're in a scary haunted house and now you're on a bridge fighting werewolves, and now you're running away from a dragon. And I mean, yeah. that's kind of yeah. what I expect from Resident Evil 8. I just want a fun, AAA f- first person shooter. That's what a yeah. lot of them have been, you know, since four, basically. I, <laughs> I think did the not... only thing.
1: Oh, oh sorry, Alex. Go ahead. No, you go um, ahead. Just uh, the only thing I'm disappointed in that I'm like actively not looking forward to, and this isn't the game's fault by any means, but a couple of games journalists who shall not be named have heavily spoiled the game by way of memes. Um so that that fucking sucks. Um and I feel like I know about the whole game now. So I'm like pretty disappointed about that. But otherwise, yeah, I think it looks really good. I'm so sorry. What were you going to say a second ago?
2: I was just going to say no one was talking about and we we were talking about like the idea that it's like a theme park ride. I did not realize that Big Vampire Lady was not the only, like, antagonist. I did not realize that there were any of these other things Nolan listed, and maybe more, in this game. And to me, that really hammers home that it's like, oh, this really is just... No, I didn't know. I thought it was gonna be, like, Resident Evil 3, or I guess, kind of, uh uh 2 the remake uh yeah where it's like, i mean
0: in like narrow's review even he showed there was that's like a where big, i found out big yeah dragon. oh yeah, yeah yeah the big like dragon things swooping over the castle and stuff and, and
2: then there's like a puppet master and a scary mm-hmm. a scary jigsaw puppet and it's like wow this really is just like the best of resident evil Hey man, it's, I mean like seven. It's not just Vampire Lady.
0: Seven was like that too, right? Yeah. Like uh, you know, there was all these articles that came out when Eight launched, where people were saying like, "There's really not as much Lady Dimitrescu in Eight as you expect." But you know, that when you Seven it? came out, I don't, that's how I pronounce it. I hope that's how you pronounce it. I, 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 I don't know how it. it's pronounced. We'll say <laughs> Lady Demetrisk. Lady Demetrisk. Um, in Seven, you know, they marketed everything based off of Jack Baker, and he's pretty he's a pretty substantial fixture for like a third of the game. Yeah. And then the rest of the game veers off into crazy whack house, like splatter house territory with, you know, they like start riffing on saw and they start riffing on like the grudge and they, they have sort of these crazy chimera monsters and swamp houses and all kinds of thing. And this sort of thing they ran with the marketing ended up being only sort of like the introductory section um so i kind of expected that of eight but you know in any case we'll have more to say about it when we get our hands on it which is hopefully soon because i'm i'm kind of eager i'm like playing a bunch of old games and not really devoted to any of them because i'm just like i want i want to be ethan Goddang winters i want to know why chris redfield is a villain in this game
1: we don't have most of our consoles right now so there's really no reason not to buy a new video game
0: that's a good point yeah that's a good point
1: yeah we forgot Except the console
0: that I box. keep buying old video games that I don't have the consoles to play i bought that's true what what did i buy i bought i bought final fantasy 6 for super famicom i can't play that right now just sitting on my shelf like a decoration Yeah.
1: No. what is the other game that's coming out nolan that we aren't playing either but we will well i won't
0: I okay well ideas. there's very fun there's one that i want to mention really quick that i don't know if it's the one you're talking about but um the sequel to subnautica i guess it isn't a full sequel it's like a sort of like a successor was originally an expansion but now it's standalone sort of like the uncharted thing the lost legacy it's sort of that tier of sequel um subnautica below zero came out a couple days ago at time of recording and you know i don't know about you alex but uh i really just wanted to mention that it existed i can't talk about it at all i'm in the middle of subnautica one i haven't even looked at (laughs) below zero i just want listeners to know that we're aware of it if anyone was waiting for us to talk about it you know yeah i i
2: did not finish Subnautica. I played a good chunk of it and really liked that game. It's to me, amazing. that is like that's one of the standout like survival games that came out around that era of like survival games because it's so cohesive and coherent oh, yeah. in its world and its world building. Like, and and you know just really well crafted and really charming. Um, and this sequel, instead of taking place in a tropical ocean, takes place in an Arctic ocean. So Mm -hmm. there's, like, little alien penguins and, like, ice flows you can walk onto. A lot more land, it sounds like. Um, That sounds
1: pretty cool. Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah. Nolan started Sonotica yesterday, like, right after dinner or whatever. And he was like, I'm going to play this for a little bit. And then I guess I fell asleep on the couch because he wakes me up at 3 a.m. And he's like, okay... I'm done playing for the night now.
0: Like the sunbeam <laughs> like... sun is arriving in 39 minutes and I have to prepare the mobile vehicle bay. I
1: was like, fucking Christ, okay, I guess he really liked that game.
0: It is, uh, it's addicting. Uh, it, A lot can be done with taking a survival game and removing the procedural generation from it. Um, I don't know how much of that game is generated, but it sure as hell does feel handcrafted. It, I think it, it's all handcrafted if it, if it isn't all handcrafted it's like most of it and i think it might all be too yeah because the game feels like uh just like pitch perfect in the in the pacing and layout and um it's it's an astonishing mix to have a game that doesn't tell you what to do or hold your hand at all but also seems to have a clear sense of progression it's good stuff it's a good time, but uh, I don't think that's the game you were mentioning, though.
1: No. no, that is, because I that is? am interested in the other one. I mean, this is fast, because we have actual real news okay, to yeah, talk about, yeah. but they just announced a sequel to the Yakuza off series, Judgment, Yes. called <laughs> Lost Judgment.
2: Uh, hang on, <laughs> what's you, are the Are you whole... looking at the cover right now? Uh, that's the Japanese laughing?
0: title is like no. un- Unjudged Memories, yeah, Lost Judgment. Yeah, it's Lost oh, okay. Judgment,
1: Unjudged Memories. That's why I'm laughing. The cover sucks, It's, sex, it's too, a though. better
2: title than Judge <laughs> Eyes. Yeah, with Judge covered. Eyes was worse. <laughs> The cover is amazing. The I love
1: it.
0: I love it so much.
1: But that's really cool. We're really excited about that. I think they said that's coming out next year.
0: Judgment fucking rules. Judgment is one of the best Yakuza games.
1: Judgment's pretty sick. Um, they're adding a whole high school and like You're going to be undercover in a high school, and that seems awesome. And they're adding a new location, which is the location from 7, Yokohama. And it's so
0: big, they're letting you skateboard around it now. Yes! (laughs) I thought when they said Lost Judgment would have skateboarding, that it would be like every other Yakuza game, where it's like Yakuza 7 has kart racing, so you go to the kart racing mini-game, and you queue it up, and you do it. But no, there's just a button to flop a skateboard out and you can use it anywhere in the game it's like Pokemon running shoes it's just an yes, extra way like to run. it's like Pokemon running shoes and there's yeah. like there's like ramps in the park now and stuff and there's like skater rivals you know you can I don't know it, it looks
1: Ugh, I really liked biking around in Sword and Shield I thought that felt really good yeah it, it did like it, it, did. it, like it felt good
0: it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's great
1: so hopefully it's that again um
2: I really yep. like the idea that uh, the Yakuza team is going to have the mainline Yakuza or like a Dragon games be turn-based now, and then it sounds mm-hmm. like yeah. they are going to keep the traditional Yakuza format for this new spin-off series.
1: Yeah, that's... I feel
0: like it's very smart. Not only are they keeping it, but I feel like some people may have slept on Judgment because it didn't it didn't carry that Yakuza title, but um, Judgment probably has the best and uh, most varied Yakuza brawler combat um next to zero it's got swappable fighting styles it's they they added acrobatics so that you can like jump over and around enemies and you, you can wall run now and you can do sort of like uh you can do like chain heat action there's all kinds of stuff you can do in this game um and it's great so i have no qualms with the Yakuza game sort of branching off this way and I mean like the turn-based Janelle it's fun right the turn-based, the turn-based awesome. stuff
1: yeah it's incredible it doesn't feel like traditional turn-based in my opinion uh, yeah um, no. yeah,
0: it's, it's, I... it's weird it's like it's like that brand of turn-based movement that like lets you move around the screen but doesn't it doesn't actually matter where you are position-wise which was yeah. like kind of a weird thing about it except sometimes sometimes because the game has ragdoll physics it's just like oh now it matters it's like now that trash can got in the way of your shot but it's not it's not a mechanic any other time,
1: <laughs> I know, which is kind of weird. I know we have some pretty hefty news to get to, but really quick, because it's kind of coming up soon, I just wanted to mention, speaking of games that are coming out, isn't it weird, you guys, that we haven't heard more about E3 at all? Like,
2: I was going to bring that up later, yeah. We don't know just, what it is this year.
1: We still don't know anything other than what we reported on that one episode. It's really strange. And that's like, what, like three weeks from now? Four it's weeks, it's,
2: it's exactly a month. It is on the 15th of June.
1: Okay, yeah. It's really freaking weird.
0: I mean, yeah. hey, if it happens, we'll report on it.
1: Yeah, but I feel like by now we usually have more of an idea of, like, yeah. anything.
0: Who's going to be there, what to expect. I mean, well, we know who's was there, dropped there. out. Yeah, well,
1: but, okay. I, but normally don't, like, by now you'd think we'd hear more about, like, other publishers doing something around then, right? Like, Sony hasn't said anything, Nintendo hasn't said anything, as far as I'm aware. It's just kind of weird. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, we'll probably hear from Nintendo and the Pokemon company, because I like to do their own thing either right before or after E3 soon, but I think the reason that it's so confusing is because every other year it's been the same thing. We know what to expect. There's press conferences, and we watch those, and it's filmed in front of the studio audience and the journalists at yeah. E3. This year it's not. It's all digital. So, like... We're not really sure what E three is going to be. Maybe it's going to be a bunch of Nintendo Direct style things. Well, I way. mean,
0: like, like you know, we 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 usually have confirmation by now because journalists would be getting their tickets and be, they would be setting up their appointments for press junkets and stuff. And maybe it just is uh, gonna just the stream will just start. <laughs> on yeah. The day of you know.
2: So, I I guess I guess we'll find out, but we'll hopefully give you some uh, some updates as to what's going on, and I think be able to report on that.
0: E three is going to be like the working from home phenomenon. It's like once all the publishers realize how much cheaper it is and how much they can get away with not paying to fly everything down there, they'll just be like, "Why would we ever do that again?" See, that's what I've been saying for like (laughs) a year or two now. It's like, but I think this is a happy medium,
2: right? It's like, Mm E three can still exist. We can still have this consolidated. Here is all of the news in bulk. And everyone gets the benefit of completely running their own show the way they want to, right? Yeah. Speaking so of running the show the way they want to, if I can transition. Unless you had something else you wanted to say.
1: No, I was going to ask you to talk about the thing.
2: The
0: big, we, the big news we got. The big.
1: big the, take a bite out is, of. Yeah. The big
0: apple. The, the epic apple. Take the a big, take <laughs> bite. Take a bite out of Fortnite. Just a it's just a Scruff test McGruff. bite, a, a a trial bite, an epic oh. apple oh. trial yes. bite. Yes. You, you, if wait, you will, you know how
1: people take like a single grape at the grocery store, which is pretty weird. Yes. What if people mm. did that apples? <laughs> uh,
0: wait. We do dig, we do take single apples at the grocery no, no, store. No, 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 no. Like they try one oh, grape a little, from the bunch and be like, oh, beast. is it is it in oh, season? A little, is it good? Little, little just just pick up pick up a apple. Fuji. <laughs> just 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 palm a okay. Granny Smith. Take a bite. Take a, you know, take not, a bite. Not not that one, but put it put it bite side down so it blends into the thing again. Oh, I like Granny Smith apples. No, they're a little they're a little mushy. No, they're they're like kind of no, like no, no. They're, they're too tart. tart for me. Yeah, they're too tart. I, am I thinking of the wrong one? Am I thinking you're, of a? Uh, you're thinking
1: of a. Am
0: I thinking of like an red overripe delicious? red delicious? Probably. where it's sort of like it's sort of yeah. like chalky. The okay. texture's all lame. Okay, Dude, nobody's Alex, ever liked can the red you... delicious. Anyway, nah, it's, it's true. More like red mediocre.
1: Red fucking sucks. Those apples are... yeah.
0: Speaking of, we apples. talked about this last week that there would be an epic and apple trial. Epic yeah. versus apple. Did we? The, yeah, uh, no, 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 not, not last while. week. It's been a while.
1: It's been a while. We reported this bit.
0: I shouldn't say last week. There was, there was a episode where we talked about how this case would be going into a trial.
2: Now we've got
0: big, chunky news. I think Alex knows yes. the most about it.
2: So I've been following this, this Apple Epic trial a little bit and, uh, you know, a lot of editorials. And they've actually been streaming it. Jeff Keely's Game Awards, like Twitch channel, has been str- live streaming the, <laughs> yeah. the trial, which is wow. weird as fuck.
1: 2021, Um, baby.
2: I watched a little bit of that. I didn't hear anything interesting and I tuned out. But I've been, you know, following up and picking up the pieces after the fact. I'm going to kind of guide you guys through the highlights and the interesting parts and and the weird stuff about the trial.
0: And Um, listener, we swear, despite this sounding like boring legal drivel... This is a weird trial. It's really funny. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a funny, entertaining, amusing trial that has some interesting implications for digital storefronts and I, games, and it's not as boring as it sounds. I haven't watched mm-hmm.
1: any of it. I've just been, like, you know, seeing what's on Twitter, but every time anything new happened, I'd be like, what? Yeah. How did this, how did this sentence happen? <laughs> like, it's really weird.
0: And before you, like, talk about what is in the trial, could you, like, r- refresh listeners' memory on what sort of yeah, spurred sure. this on?
2: So, to my end, to... Uh, as memory serves, um, they were uh, Epic was trying to sell Fortnite V Bucks through the Apple Store uh, and trying to like circumvent, get a loophole around the uh, standard. Uh, excuse me, trying to get a sta- a loophole around the standard cut that the publishers take, right? So like, let's say it's like I don't know the exact prices, but it's like it's, a thousand V Bucks. It's thirty percent with Apple. It's thirty percent, but it you know it's like a thousand V Bucks yeah. for for five bucks or whatever, right? And then Apple would take 30%, and then Epic would get the rest. Epic was trying to, like, circumvent that and have it be none or all. Apple didn't like that, removed it from the Apple store, and then they went on this weird, like, uh, this, this like, weird culture war tirade back and forth. Um, and we get to see that kind of in full swing, because now the, the courts were in session as of a week or two ago, I think. Um, and the first point of interest that I want to bring up here is that Ep, uh, Apple was very, very interested in defining what a game is. <laughs> um,
1: Do you have a, like a gavel, Alex? Can you like?
2: I actually, I actually had point. a plastic gavel that I found <laughs> the other day. I've been like, I've been cleaning out things, doing some spring cleaning, and I found a plastic gavel because I used to work at a uh, education conference place that they like gave out to people because it was like teaching kids about law or whatever. I don't know where the hell that is, but. Damn. in in spirit there's a gavel Um, yeah
1: listener, imagine
2: and speaking of spirit uh, Apple wanted to know what the spirit of a game was how do you define a game Um, and there were a bunch there was a really good editorial I think it was actually by uh, gamesindustry.biz that had asked a bunch of developers what they thought a game was but Epic claims that Fortnite is not a game it is a metaverse it is legally distinct from that of a video game
0: which is I want to say weird and, and silly in, in 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 specific terms. Tim Sweeney <laughs> said, "quote Fortnite is a phenomenon that transcends gaming." That's
1: a so fucking stupid. He yep.
0: he compared it to uh, Neil Stevenson's uh, uh, novel Snow Crash, the Metaverse <laughs> from that book, okay. um, which is sort of like the Ready it's Player Cyberbank One right? style Metaverse. Yeah, and uh, you know pointed to like the concerts that they hold in Fortnite and the events and and such like that it's not a game (laughs) according to Tim Sweeney the CEO of Epic
2: Fortnite is not a game which I think is a ridiculous legal claim to make like
1: okay I thought that was stupid and I was worried for a second one of you would be like no, that makes sense. And I'm sitting here thinking that is the dumbest fucking no. thing I've ever you heard. No, you can my do cool
2: life. things with your game and you can have yeah. your game be a cultural phenomenon, but it is still a video game. You don't get to you change can... the definition like that.
1: Yeah. You can have the Fortnite metaverse. What the fuck ever? For-
2: the Fortnite metaverse is a video game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. It's it's, it's so
2: bizarre. Like Nolan, you 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 who are you siding with here? Like what do you think about Fortnite not being a game?
0: Okay, so i uh definitely think fortnite is a game i don't think fortnite is a metaverse um but i also think that okay hear me out because my thoughts on this are are mixed i don't think that epic's intentions are noble obviously you know epic it's 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 pretty it's pretty clear if you want to trace the motive of why epic would want to circumvent a 30 percent cut being taken Buy Apple from their microtransactions and have people buy V Bucks directly through the Fortnite app rather than having to go through Apple's purchase, right? Oh, sure, because they get more money in their pocket. Yeah, right. But if if this were to ripple out, I think it could actually be good for a lot of smaller developers and a lot of independent games if they could sort of. run their own economies or sort of work their games in a way that isn't so strictly adhered to apple's ecosystem Mm -hmm. um where apple doesn't have like the final say on what you can and can't do obviously within a reasonable limit so we'll talk about what i kind of want epic can't do later i kind of want epic to win i want even though i don't want uh tim sweeney to to sit on even more of that metaverse money i still (laughs) think this would be a better sort of end of the day result maybe if epic came out on top
1: see yeah i don't know because i think that the rules for smaller businesses should be different than fucking like billionaire corporations right right
0: but if they're not wouldn't it be better if this was the rule
2: yeah, I think we've talked a lot about the, the yeah. walled garden aspect, but personally...
1: Oh, it's the reason for most things I can't just say yes, I think this, or no, I don't think that. But wait, I think it's too complicated for me to have like one opinion over the other. I do have
0: to say I... that I, 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 the more I think about it, the more that I just thought of a, a sort of silver lining that's not the right term, a hidden factor that I hadn't considered. Uh, which is that to be able to have your own infrastructure to handle payments and stuff and and be calculating that on on your own end you do already need to have uh the sort of infrastructure in place to do that so maybe smaller developers would not benefit as much as i think i'm not totally sure i don't i don't know how difficult it would be to set up your own sort of like account transfer uh but i i suppose there is a a possible timeline where if this regulation were changed you could have juggernauts um sort of paying to set up some particular way where they circumvent the cut and have smaller uh people still having to take yeah. the cut out one, maybe
1: one thing though sorry i know that like there's so much about this it's just really hard not to talk about it i wish we could do like a, th- a three-hour epic episode <laughs> one thing too though and i know that this movie isn't as important but like Epic has a history of making it very easy for children to spend a lot of money in their game. It does come up. Whereas Apple does have a pretty decent way of making sure that doesn't happen.
2: I have heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: like, it's really annoying to download even free apps on my phone. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which I think is a good thing, overall. So, I don't know. It's, you
2: know, we can get into the the nitty gritty about, like, that, but I want to take a quote from a a film by a famous... uh, Paul William Scott Anderson, uh, the tagline of which was, "Whoever wins, we lose."
0: Yeah. War games.
2: Uh, uh, no, Alien versus Predator. You yeah. don't know fine cinema like. No, AVP, I was I was
0: thinking of I was thinking of the only winning move is not is to not play. to play.
2: Well, that's a good that's a good quote too because I you know there are no winners in this fight. Well, I feel like
1: there's I, no playing Fortnite because it's not a video game; it's a metaverse. So. That's
2: true. That's all. There's
0: living living for experiencing Fortnite. Mm-hmm. it's an uh, escape room yeah <laughs> it's not, speaking it's of it's escaping yeah
2: uh, speaking of escaping uh something something's a little loose over in epics uh epics pipeworks they gotta call a plumber because there's been some weird leaks of court documents
0: um <laughs> you enough... did, like, a segue but it's the same story <laughs> but you did like a new story <laughs> no, segue I'm, like
2: it's
1: multiple parts
2: <laughs> well,
0: it's it's, like it, there's a lot of parts like i said
2: i'm i'm walking you through all the important interesting <laughs> okay.
0: stuff right okay okay
2: And one of the most important, interesting things, I think, is that Epic... So, the U.S. court, uh, I forget what the term is, but they they told companies, like, hey, give us your information, we need this for the trial. Uh, And they talked to, like, Valve, and I guess, apparently, Nintendo, Sony, and Spotify, other, like, sort of video games and or online marketplace entities. Uh, But a lot of those court documents got leaked, and a handful of them, I think it was actually Sony, Nintendo, and Spotify... We're all telling the court, like, hey, please protect our confidential inter- information uh, so other like, competitors can't, like, poach it and work around it. And it's too late. The, uh, you know, y- you can't put the genie back in the bottle. And now we have a lot of weird behind-the-scenes information about what's going on with Epic and other stores. Mostly Epic, but a couple of interesting tidbits about other things. Um, one of the most surprising to me is that the Epic store is not profitable yet and it is not projected to be until like 2030, i want to say. I don't have the exact number, but I
1: think, it, I think it said 4 years.
2: Oh, Okay, okay,
0: okay. But I, I don't yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they like, are losing money on the Epic I'm, Store. I'm, I'm I'm partially surprised I'm to not hear that, but I'm by not that. it's not that big of a surprise because a lot of companies it's actually pretty typical for companies to be in the red for several years if also, they have they, capital to start with.
1: They spend a lot of time just handing out free games and stuff.
0: Especially if you're spending money to, like, build your infrastructure the whole time. That's all putting you down the chart. But, you know, it it, it does uh, draw some interesting attention to some some stuff that other people involved in the games industry corroborated in the trial, which is that, like, it's relatively standard practice to sort of account for that and then offset it, because... Mm -hmm. The Epic Store doesn't make money, um, but Tim Sweeney seems to be perfectly confident that the revenue from Fortnite offsets, if not negates, that problem. Mm-hmm. And you know, Microsoft came in, and uh, I don't know if it was Phil Spencer specifically testifying or somebody else connected to Microsoft said that uh, in the case of with the Xbox consoles, the physical hardware, they not, they neither do not currently nor ever have made a profit on their consoles and so people are sort of routinely just just throwing stuff out there uh and then making all their money on software or microtransactions or whatever well see i wonder if when they say they never made a profit on their consoles
2: they're factoring in the amount of uh because of course they also take a cut from any software sales right well i wonder if that's getting factored in
0: well yeah because console manufacturers don't uh, like, Sony and Microsoft have, have said before, they, they, they don't make... You know, Sony's also said this. They don't make money off of PlayStation sales. They make money off of PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to sort of have the hardware out there. Like, the the, the most important stat with, with these uh, companies is attachment rate. So if you have a 1,000 games, but nobody has the console, your attachment rate is zero. If you have... A thousand consoles and 500 of them by a game then your attachment rate for that game is 50 percent. so it's like all of it lies in there um mm-hmm. so you get you get like one or two big exclusive games that have huge attachment rates like like spider-man and demon souls for ps5 and you you basically offset whatever you lost on the launch yeah i, I think but that, he
2: ain't no that business makes sense.
0: But I ain't yeah, no business yeah. major.
2: We, we know that for sure. Uh, but a business major could maybe have some extra insight about this, because this is really interesting. Um, one of the documents that was leaked was revealing, I think it was 2020's profits for a bunch of uh, video game publishers and services. Uh, Epic looks like it was the lowest one listed at $1.08 billion, the poor little poor, little poor babies down there, compared to... Microsoft's is weird. They are out of the big three the the lowest one which i actually didn't expect it was uh anywhere from 1.6 billion in revenue to 2.3 billion in revenue um nintendo was 3.2.3 uh, two point three billion in revenue sony was 4.1 billion in revenue which makes sense mm-hmm. um and then fucking tencent comes out of nowhere with six billion in their revenue which is that was free actually play, kind man. of a shock to me free to play Yep. Yeah, I guess so. But like, there's an
0: article. There's an article right beneath the GamesIndustry.biz source that we will be uh, using for this story, that talks about the fact that Ubisoft has been for the past three years, maybe um, every year, publishing record revenue and record sales, and yet they're also continuously delaying uh, marquee games like Skull and Bones and yeah. forthcoming Assassin's Creed games and they're not treating that like in any way them going off the rails in terms of the plan for the year because they're just further i mean we don't know what's going on behind the scenes but ubisoft is like hey these huge free-to-play games and these multiplayer worlds are working skull and bones games like that that's a shot in the dark that might work or Let's more make likely it something that will work, right? More likely, they're probably telling them, can you rework this game to make it focus on sort of games as service, persistent world stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you make this have a free-to-play element or something? Because let me look at Tencent, man. Apple and Tencent don't even make... Well, Tencent makes video games. Apple doesn't even make wow. video games, right? And they publish. And they have that new Apple Arcade system. They're publishing yeah, games. Yeah, but, but they're
1: not like they're not like Sony or Microsoft, right? That's like,
0: true. No, that's true. They're just they're just publishing. They're sort of acting as a front in like the way that Steam does for others as a front. I mean, not not, not <laughs> really <particularly> illicit, <laughs> right? They're sort of like money laundering, putting these games forward. We'll, we'll get Apple's. to mob boss bullying
2: in a second here. Does Tencent but, yeah. have
0: a in in house developers? Maybe. I genuinely don't ruin
1: games i like
2: yeah what they ruined that you liked
1: <laughs> i mean because of them like i like i feel i still feel weird touching like oh a lot of blizzard stuff that like that... i haven't already paid for right like that was yeah. the whole thing for like a year and we
2: was that 10 cents whole... fault though or was that just wasn't that not just blizzard going rogue like did 10 cent have anything to do with it
1: yeah go back and listen to that episode yeah. Episode okay, okay. 10 or 11 i think yeah it's yeah. because of 10 cent that blizzard was doing a bunch of shitty stuff about hong kong um also uh, maybe see. because of blizzard but mostly because of the share tencent has in the company there was some
0: weird that stuff with yeah. weird yeah. stuff with may and people yeah. were using oh, yeah, symbol yeah. because they were well, in so, tencent and everything yeah tencent is like
2: largely owned by the chinese government so that's like that that
1: would explain ten ten the connection
0: cents. right <laughs>
1: um, yeah at least a billion cents
0: at least yeah. a billion cents at least
2: one billion cents that's
0: a so lot g- of sense. G- give us give us what you uh... well I don't want to say what to bring next what's what's the next chunk of this,
2: um, well one other interesting document that got leaked was that Epic was trying really really hard to get uh, first party games from the big three Sony Microsoft and Nintendo uh, on their store and they called it Operation Moonshot uh, and Moonshot sounds about right because why the fuck would you ever think Nintendo would play ball with anyone. Is, is beyond me. Hey, man, yes. I mean, that's you That's an could, insane uh,
0: take. You, you got... They got Xbox working with them for a little while.
1: I think but especially... But it's
0: still in their ecosystem, right? We're
1: gonna get to this later. I'm most excited about a um, Tom Warren tweet that we have that's been on my mind constantly. Oh,
2: God, but yeah.
1: especially after that, being like, yeah, maybe Sony... Maybe Sony will do this. It's like, are you guys fucking stupid? <laughs> what are you thinking? You guys are so fucking dumb. You have no Epic.
2: concept of what's happening here, Epic. Yeah. Like, you don't know how this works. I there mean, what do, you, what do you
0: guys think? Like, like is is there a chance that this trial pans out as Epic successfully throwing their weight around enough that it, that they achieve what they seem to want to do, which is to get like the big three in video games to have to play by their rules because they yeah, need Fortnite so not. badly. That's the thing. Because like That's Fortnite the... is a great cash cow for these companies, but like we'll Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony don't need Fortnite, and Apple doesn't need Fortnite the way that Epic does.
1: That's the thing, Nolan, when you were like, Well, but maybe this will help out the little guy, Epic are just being fucking bullies, and I don't see it in any yeah. way helping little guys. And I think for a lot of this stuff, they can just get totally fucked because they're just bullying other people who maybe deserve to be bullied, but they're still
0: bullies. No, I yeah. what I was trying to it's, say no no in response, right? I'm not I yeah. wasn't saying that Epic was looking out for the little guy. No, That's no, no, why no. I prefaced it with the whole their motives are dubious, but sure. I was saying if there's something could happen to prevent apple from taking a third of everybody on their platform's profits maybe you know like i think epic setting the example of taking what is it 15 percent of yeah. the of the sale that that's good that, that to me that's a net no matter what their motives are epic taking less of a cut from the artist than steam and apple even if they're trying to bully steam and apple yeah. and letting them do it on their platform mm-hmm. is good it's the tide that rises all boats. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Regardless, absolutely. Yeah, so th- yeah. That, that, that's all I'm saying. I don't. But you're also right that Epic getting more legal power and more of a hold over our digital storefronts is not good in the long run. Just maybe that one change could help people. I don't know. I
1: just it's hard for yeah. me to believe that like the big guys winning will ever help the little guys. But it's like it's, even if this it is seems like, like a, well, they admit it, it's like Godzilla so much, versus right? King Kong, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: It's it's this it's two <laughs> big guys. There is no yeah. They're two big guys. One of them's a little bigger, one of them's a little older.
1: Can we I I think Alex was gonna say something a second (laughs) ago, but I also am really excited about the next point on this
2: list. No, you're you're good. uh, They straight up admitted in the court that like if other would they like let other companies do this and Epic was like, No. Like we're fighting for us. It's all up front and they admitted (laughs) so much under under penalty of perjury, right? They were like, Yeah, this is we're just doing we're just looking out for our own tail here, right? Um, Yeah. But I, 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 you know, I think it's it's also wild that they are so arrogant that they thought, you know, Microsoft is playing ball with PC because they are PC, right? Um, Sony has actually started to trickle in maybe some of the, some other smaller, weirder titles into the PC space. Nintendo's not going to do shit. Nintendo's not going to want to play ball with you. They never have and they never will. They do note that in the document that it's like, it's a long shot. That's why it's called Operation Moonshot. But it sure was a fucking moonshot.
1: God, that's Um, like when I'm in a job interview and I'm nervous and they're like, don't act nervous. You don't call it a long shot in your fucking papers. No, you're you're
0: like like interviewing for like a pizza job and they're like, so what's your expected salary? And you're like, 45 an hour. (laughs) Like, no. And you're like, just, you know, I thought I'd go start high. Yeah. Negotiate down. (laughs) You
2: know, I I get it. It doesn't hurt to ask. But also
0: in this case, why ask? Because you know what the answer is going to be hey, hey, God, but, God, it's like you
1: know, my mom whenever I'd ask for $100 or whatever.
0: I, I think I get it. I, th- I think I get it. I, I think it's a stupid idea to ask, but on the other hand, you gotta realize, for Epic, like, wanting to get sort of their, because they've been doing this uh, back in 2018 or whenever this started. I think it was 2018. There was the free Fortnite hashtag going around oh, yeah. where Epic was sort of pitching themselves as this David and Goliath combatant with, with, with Apple as the oppressive big brother and And everything. So, if Epic wants their fans to look at them as the underdog, like against the forces of the world, maybe they just asked just so they could say, "Look, they're not letting you have their games on the Epic Store." Yeah, yeah. So they could look like they're the ones that want what's good for the consumer. Like they're the ones that want what's good for everyone, and you know they're just not letting them have it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just it it all seems very like. I, I can't think of anything else because otherwise it's right just so it's so, disin- like... it's so disingenuous with what they're doing. It's like there's no way that would ever work.
2: Yeah, it's it's funny you bring that up too because like they had they had to like stop letting people call into the trial because it would just be like kids screaming free Fortnite, free Fortnite, right? They've just developed this like cult of personality, very it's intentionally like, minutes, like cultivating yeah. this.
1: Yeah, man. It's
2: awesome. it's it's weird. Uh, you want to know what else is weird? I mean, kind of weird. Makes sense. Uh, one of the, the leaked documents was that Nintendo does not allow their developers to have ties to the Yakuza. Uh, I think an IGN article... Well, it didn't leak this, but it talked about this. And the uh, PDF was released. Uh, everything is redacted. It looks like the fucking Mueller report. It's actually pretty wild. Isn't um, that a weird
0: news story, though? Because, like, would, would anyone have thought that they would have allowed that? But it's weird heart. to have that explicitly stated, yeah? It's
1: But it's... Not though, like considering like that's a pretty big thing in Japan, and I think that the only reason like people think it's extra funny is because Yakuza is a video game series. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know. In my opinion, it's at, in no way at all surprising that they would say that because, like, of course yeah. they would say that. It's like pretty big. Over sure, there. sure. I don't know. I, I, I don't no,
2: know. I get that. Like it's a it, that's a good policy to have. It just seems like a little <laughs> weird that like that's and, part of their like corporate like. It's so core to their corporate doings and they're so open about it that like, they don't redact it. It's like, hey, we proudly don't allow anyone we work with to work with the Yakuza. And it's not not even just like,
1: it's like, have any ties with them at all. It's not just like, be in them. It's like, be in the Yakuza or pay the Yakuza money or have any affiliation with the Yakuza. It's Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. nunzo. Uh,
2: "Nunzo." And speaking of the Yakuza, real quick, uh, there's a wonderful Tom Warren tweet. Um, this is
1: I I've just been f- fueled over this. This is ridiculous. This insane. is fucking insane. Oh, it boils my blood. It reminds me of a fucking grandmother at a Costco.
2: It sounds, no. It reminds me of a mob boss. Is what it reminds me yeah. of. Yeah. Um. So for context, uh, Sony and Epic in 2018 were talking about the possibility of crossplay. Sony wasn't like super keen on it. Um, and some of the developments got leaked where they were like. You know, like oh well, you know, there's co- there's pros and cons to cross-play. We're willing to negotiate, but you know, things are moving along slowly. So, like, we wanna we wanna chat about this. In the meantime, yeah. we'll forward our email to the executives, and you know, just very basic like, uh, like business email. Being yeah, like, like hey, we'll,
1: we'll, well, I'll send this to like the right person. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll talk about this. Uh, have you know, Welcome
0: like like people. a normal business uh, should uh, have communicate. Your folks, uh, call my folks.
1: Like the most standard email
2: possible.
0: I'll have Louie go down to Sal's, and he'll talk to Tony, and he'll drop a package off, and Tony can come back and talk to Louie, and then things can get worked out. Yeah. Well, this TV yes. fell off the back of a truck. I think it would look real nice in your house. I'm just saying, if Tim Sweeney was sleeping with the fishes, you know, it wouldn't be so epic.
1: <laughs> so, can I read the beginning of the email? 100%.
2: You read that, and then I'll read the abridged version of the rest of it.
1: Thank you. They say, quote, We love working with PlayStation, and we want this to be a win-win. The longer this drags out, it will be less so. I can't think of a scenario where Epic doesn't get what we want. That possibility went out the door when Fortnite became the biggest game on PlayStation, and then their list of demands
2: happened. Yeah, so here's what they propose. Every business
0: uh, on this street answers to me. You don't yeah. have a good with me, they don't sell to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I just think it's in your best interest to be in my good graces. We announced
2: crossplay in conjunction with Sony. Epic goes out of its way to make Sony look like heroes. You get to pick the when, where, and how. Um, Epic's willing to explore more items. Maybe we commit to a game at the start of the launch of your VR platform. Maybe we do something special for a month, offer unique characters, something highly valuable to drive PS adoption more. Uh, And then finally, extend the the Unreal 4 license. I'm going to read this one verbatim. Uh, Epic extends the Sony company-wide Unreal 4 license. I don't think I've mentioned this before, but your license to use the Unreal 4 engine expires in May 2019. That license is some of the best terms we've ever offered for Unreal Engine 4. Let's make this a huge win for all of us. Epic's not changing its mind on the issue, so let's just agree on it now. Uh, It's so annoying! It's It's so. It's annoying and scummy and, like, evil. Yeah, like, every part of it is, like, awful. Well, the part where they're just, like, blatantly being like, we could take away your Unreal 4 engine. A lot of games use Unreal 4, right? Like, what are you going to do if you can't host that? It literally is just like mob bullying. Ugh.
0: It really is.
2: And it's man. so unpro. It's not just mob bullying. It, it reads so unprofessionally, too, right? Yeah. Can, you, Can you imagine just, if these this? These are man... massive corporations doing important business dealings with each other. If Can you I imagine did that in my job, really I'd be this man really owned the metaverse. Is this man really controlled the metaverse. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
2: um, it's like
1: Elon Musk's metaverse.
2: Yeah. Last <laughs> thing I want to. This was kind of the last big bombshell of the uh, the trial, and this is probably the last thing we want to cover. There is more on the uh, GamesIndustry.biz article. We can look at the bottom if you want to read into it, but we just picked a couple highlights. There is some good stuff here we didn't get time to read, but and
0: y- and you should because I want to reiterate like what what we're covering is is not the trial per se, but rather like just interesting uh, tidbits that came out of the trial. The uh, GamesIndustry.biz does actually um update regularly as the trial progresses they they've been summarizing um the statements of the lawyers and quoting the counsel and doing mm. much more rigorous coverage that uh we neither have the time nor expertise to do in our short podcast yeah. but you you definitely should go read that um and check out the streams because we're this is not uh comprehensive uh reporting i suppose is what I'm trying to say
2: um but the last big bombshell that we have to report on at least was recently the epic store hosted itch.io on their platform. Um, to my understanding, they didn't even really make any money off of itch.io. They didn't ask for a cut. They were just like, hey, you can host this client through our platform, right? And uh, itch.io, or actually, how do you guys say it? Because this is something, I listened to a couple podcasts talk about this, and they were all like, how do you pronounce it? I say itch.io. I say itch.io. Is it itch.io? I always sometimes, said itch.io. Sometimes but... I even say itch. That makes sense, because .io <laughs> is just, a, it's just like a user, but... I'll, I'll conform. I'll call it Itch. Um, they hosted Itch on uh, the Epic Store, and Apple decided they were going to pull out the big guns and say, well, you're hosting depraved sexual video games on the Itch Store. Games or- that are so awful we can't even talk about or show them in front of the court. But they're awful, just trust me.
1: For listeners who have never been on Itch.io, it's just where every indie dev i've ever heard of puts their games which
0: does is the last record, which true does indie have, which does mean lots of porn
1: yeah but like it's just like all of yeah the, it's like all of it i don't know
0: well it's y'all. it's sort of like uh i think that epics council actually made this point themselves in the trial but uh you know apple doesn't require every streaming app to let Apple screen every single movie and episode of every show that they run. Yeah. They just sort of assume that this is a this is a selection. It's a curated mm-hmm. selection. It's not But you
2: know. yeah, what what Nolan and Janelle are saying is right. One of the big things about itch. Dot, or itch, I guess, is uh, it's okay, it's how time. it takes us all <laughs> yeah, a while yeah. to call it, itch. it It's, a, it's it, an itchy, itchy one. Itch, itch itch. the big thing about is, is that uh, <laughs> God? <laughs> fucking Christ! Okay. it's it's like totally. It's not open source per se, but it's like open to people. It is like the last like indie or like the only truly indie storefront, right? You can like like just Newgrounds almost. upload and well, but Newgrounds isn't a storefront, right? Fucking dairy. I, mean, I know, you know. It's like you can.
0: I'm saying in terms I'm of like what even. you can find there, but you throw it up, and it's it, isn't it usually sort of you can set a price or pay what you want yes, a lot yes. of the times.
2: Uh, Big difference with this and Newgrounds, though, is that it actually has a very, very strong lean and focus on uh, other, like, perspectives, right? It's like, it's, they have a very strong focus on LGBT content and content by and for people that are not white, right? It It is truly indie, like...
0: It and... is, like, where the sort of infamous uh, Depression Quest and whatnot also came from, and all that, yeah, and all yeah. these sort of um, twine visual novels that, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. last year's Game of the Year episode, I talked about how my favorite game that I played was a game called Butterfly Soup, which I found on there, and it's about, like, Asian Americans coming to terms with being queer. Like,
2: <laughs> Yeah. It's,
1: it's just, like, a visual novel, and it's fucking sick play. That game rocks.
2: I remember playing a really good game, and I can't remember the. Name. I think it was called One Night Onsen or something. I don't remember the name. Oh, of Oh, I played me. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I really good. It's
2: it's about yeah. uh, it's just a visual novel, like choose your own adventure game about a, a trans girl trying to figure out in Japan trying to figure out if she should go mm-hmm. to the hot springs with her mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, and it's and it's, really it's a cute. very simple and powerful game, right? Like,
1: yeah, but also like I think it's worth mentioning too, especially considering the fact that um, a lot of different places are banning. NSFW content right now. I don't. I'm not going. I'm not looking for that stuff, right? But like, who fucking cares if other people are, as long as it's like legal and consensual. Like, who gives a shit? Like, I don't know, man. And and the big thing is weird for them to call it depraved just because it like has some NSFW stuff on it. NSFW stuff.
2: NSFW stuff that is primarily focused on you know LGBT interests and things. You know, like dare I invoke its name? People were saying at the when tumblr was like locked down (gasps) that like they're gonna come after any sort of like queer focused thing next and it sounds like that's what's happening like this is very very clearly a cudgel for apple to use to be like look at the look at the vile video games that are on the epic store and it sucks it's like really really shitty of them to do um yeah uh, it, it seems to be taking it in stride, though. They were tweeting about how they were like, Apple's lawyer said we have to turn off all games. Video games are now illegal. Um. <laughs> we'll just
1: turn your game into a metaverse, and boom. Yeah, yeah. Then Bottom it's not game. a game
2: anymore. It's a metaverse. Um, but you can read. Nothing. You can read the entire court document. Definitely go check out uh, the Itch website. Maybe get a game on there once in a while, because I think every couple of months or so they have a special uh. like developers' day, where they will. Uh, like, give developers 100% of the profits they make as opposed to taking a, like, 10% cut or whatever, right? Um, too, too sweetie, man. I
1: don't know. It's like taxes, right? Like, yeah. Apple can take money from Epic because they make a certain dollar amount, but you stay the fuck away from anybody making under a certain dollar amount, or I swear to fucking God, Apple.
0: It's, yeah, it's... Epic's Epic's whole, I mean, like, I I stand by what I said about wanting Apple to reduce the cut they take from developers, across the board. Um, But man, like Epic's legal defense is just so weird. It's just very much the, the old school, like no officer, this ain't a liquor den. We have a sandwich right there with the cinder block in between two (laughs) pieces of bread gets passed around. Everyone's getting food here. Yeah. yeah. Like it's weird. uh, How evasive. Did you guys hear about one of my, one of my favorite episodes from the trial was um, the Apple lawyer, wanted to demonstrate that they did not have as strong of a hold on the market as the epic lawyer was insinuating that they did. And how they said that they could prove that is that, um, well, people like Clash of Clans and or, you know, whatever that developer's name is, these developers let you purchase their coins like externally on a website and you can do that from inside the app so we let them do that and we don't take a cut of that so it's not that we care if you um do it outside of our ecosystem it's that we want you to do it this certain way or whatever and the epic lawyer like tried to get him to do that on the stand to prove that you could do that and he couldn't like nobody could figure it out because it doesn't because you because you can't do that Mm -hmm. it doesn't exist and <laughs> I just think that's so, fun. I'm just imagining this courtroom full of people and the lawyer is like, like I'm. I don't know how it went, but I'm, I'm imagining the lawyer holding his phone up so the judge can see it and going to the Clash of Clans gems page and trying to figure out how to, you know, his glasses down on his nose, <laughs> trying to figure out how to buy gems on his browser. I don't, <laughs>
1: I don't know which side I think is more incompetent, but I do think that if you imagine Saul Goodman No one just knocked down a water bottle. Sure did, but it's okay. I think that if you imagine Saul Goodman on either side, it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Your Honor, Um, it's not a game. It's a metaverse. (laughs) And I can prove it too.
1: Can (laughs) we. I guess we should move on, even though I want to talk about this for the rest of my life. Like like we said.
2: Totally, yeah. Uh, Like we said, there's a lot more information, and there'll probably be more information coming out. We probably won't dedicate as much time to it in the future, but here is your big. Uh, epic news story for the people that were asking. Oh, that's um,
1: quite epic. Ugh.
0: So epic. Was it? Was it? Was, it, was it, Were people asking?
2: I had a couple. So I had you. a couple people. I had a couple okay. people tell me to bring up the uh, Tom uh, Morrison or the Tom Warren, Warren, Tom Warren, tweet? Warren. Tom Warren it was tweet. Tom Warren. It's, it's a good tweet. A it's a good
1: tweet. tweet. I had it Yeah. No they tell you fucking make it. People are messaging us left and right to talk about this. That's so, true. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. No, I
2: had I had a couple friends be like, hey, you should talk about this on the podcast. One on know. the left,
1: one on the right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah. I was sitting in between them, and they were both like, "Do this." But yep. you know,
0: it's 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 a really it's an interesting story, and like we said earlier, you should go read about the rest of what happened, and the trial is still going on. I and mean, by the time this pod, podcast episode actually comes out, there will have been new developments, I'm sure. Um, and it's probably gonna get weird. I don't know. Mm. Fortnite. What a what a game. Oh,
2: yeah. Fortnite. Th- things
0: are. Things are either going to
2: not change or get very spicy with this trial. And we'll, we'll keep you updated if anything wild happens, but now, now you have a resource to go check it out.
0: If you were interested in playing Fortnite maybe on a PlayStation 5 uh, with that sweet crossplay that Epic managed to bully Sony and letting them do it for free, <laughs> then you would be hard-pressed unless you've already got your hands on one because according to a report by uh, IGN... And i'm sure some others uh it looks like the ps5 shortage is expected to last all the way until 2022 yep. which we've been reporting on this since the launch of this console November, almost six. Yeah, yeah six we've talked ago. about
2: why it's happening in certain yeah. contexts yeah. too but it's cool to get them or I, I don't cool is absolutely not the right word it's interesting that they will just come out and say like hey things are going to look real bad until this point um, yeah yeah it's uh you know i we are we are rapidly approaching uh, a mad max scenario but instead of gasoline it's uh it's semiconductors um like there, there is a global shortage and that also being hit with covid has made it so it's like mm-hmm. we're not getting a lot of electronic stuff coming out the gate
0: right and like
1: also it's still really hard to get one without a fucking bot buying it
0: yeah, like, yeah, or it's, or it's, a, a very generous friend who will like watch the sites for you, like me and Janelle had.
2: God, mm-hmm. God. Yeah, it's it's. I amazing. mean, it's it's literally mm-hmm. like a perfect storm of being, of terribleness. Like all of these things are happening at once, but you know the bots probably wouldn't have been as big of an issue, and the scalpers wouldn't have been as as hungry for them if there were more of them, right? Yeah. Like, Which, you know, you know, it It's supply and not. demand. Business majors know about yeah. that, and they Which, love our podcast.
0: May or may not be Sony's fault because like there's a lot of exacerbating circumstances right now and uh, but you know, despite all that, PS five, like we reported last time, still uh one of the fastest selling consoles in US history. Yeah. And the controller does For a dollar and unit sales. It's yeah. good and they got those new colors coming out. Oh yeah. The man. black and uh, what's the other one? Is it is it red? Is it a black and red uh, or mm.
1: there's
0: a, there's definitely a black one.
1: There's definitely a black one. Blue still one? doesn't have the colored Icons really bugs me. I know. I want one that just has the fuck. Don't worry.
0: Wait, colored buttons. wait for any significant anniversary or whatever. Yeah, They're, yeah, exactly. they're, 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 they're going to release a gray controller with the colored buttons and everything. Mm-hmm. I want
1: that and a black controller with the colored buttons.
0: That would be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, we don't get enough love for the PS2. We don't get enough love for the DualShock 2 controllers. It's fucked in up. this world, you know. But yeah, a- that's... actually, except for the fact that every controller since the PS2 is is based off them.
2: Yeah.
1: Basically, yeah. Basically. But um, um, maybe someday, listener, you will have a PS5. And that, by then, the PS6 will be
2: announced.
0: Yeah. When I was a I mean, kid, I had a family friend who uh, made a joke about the PS7. So was when the PS3 was out. And he said something like, oh, by the time the PS7 comes out, they'll be having you smell what's in the game. They'll be putting odors out the front and a little grate, just puffing uh, scents out. But I just thought he had some insider info and I just bought it. And I was like, this guy <laughs> knows what's happening with the PS seven. Like, this they're...
1: guy said my, my uh, uncle PlayStation works at Sony. will rip ass at me. I started
0: going <laughs> I started telling God. kids God. at school. Started telling kids at school you were gonna be able to smell ratchet ratchet's wet fur. Wait, can, we, can
2: we talk <laughs> about how awful most video games would smell? Yeah. I, I'm gonna assume oh like Good 50% are going to smell like fucking like gunpowder and bullet casings, um, right? My like new
1: blood. my new podcast game, Wheel of Stinky. What would be <laughs> the stinkiest video game? My vote is Death Stranding.
0: Death Stranding. Yeah, <laughs> Resident Death Evil. Stranding. Any Resident Evil. Oh, Rotting yeah. Flesh, not
2: great. Oh, I have an argument seven. though
1: for Silent Hill Underworld. Rotting Flesh and b- walls that are bl- bl- flesh?
0: Okay, oh yeah, yeah, smelling best smelling game. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an executive decision, and you won't even be able to disagree. The best smelling video games will all be Dragon, all the Dragon Quest games.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say any of the Mario games. Mario just sounds like he a, a very. The Mushroom Kingdom seems like it smells very pleasant.
1: I my vote is for Yakuza because it takes place on the streets <laughs> of Japan, and there the are streets always of like
2: Japan a- are covered in cigarette smoke.
0: Also but, good street food. But
1: there's also a ton of street food. Oh, uh, you know,
0: yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. About? That's true. And also, that's not true anymore. They have smoking rooms that are separated. You can't smoke ooh, on the street anymore. Ooh, ooh,
1: Animal Crossing. But they're separated yeah. by a saloon
0: double door. The smoke still comes no, out. No, 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 no. It's like oh. these uh, sort of three. like uh, sliding glass doors that sort of put you in these enclosed ventilated boxes. Oh.
1: Guys, they're, they're
0: They're actually pretty high-tech. They're, like, they're pretty interesting. It's like
1: Cooking Mama or something. Definitely not Overcooked. Yeah. Oh,
0: Cooking Mama smells, would smell very Overcooked, good. Overcooked yes. would smell bad. It Overcooked would, a lot would of,
1: smell a little rough. Yeah, a little bit yeah. rough. But uh, God, Norman Reedus, and Death Stranding.
0: Fuck. Yeah, Sam Bridges is uh, like... He's probably a stinky dude. He has a lot of sweat. He only drinks Monster Energy. Time.
1: No, Alex, at a certain point, you stop drinking Monster. You drink... Beer, uh, you drink
0: timefall oh, okay. beer only yeah. when you're in your private room. You still have monster oh, yeah. on the road.
1: Okay, well, you
0: get timefall beer if you do the uh, the uh, brewery side quest. Every though.
1: fucking time that guy takes a shower, just a brown vial.
0: Well, he makes uh, he makes a grenade out of it.
1: It's fucked up.
0: He makes he makes uh, what what do they call him? It doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> we've got other news. The PS5 has the stink
1: here. sensors, but most of y- you guys don't know. Yeah, we yeah. know. Yeah. We know here. Yeah.
0: Well,
2: you want my to know what might
0: story. not stink, Janelle? Okay. Alex has got it, sounds
2: like.
1: Yeah. Oh, please, yeah,
2: yeah. Please. Um, I remember hearing about this a while ago. I guess it actually finally got formed and happened. Um, a bunch of Blizzard veterans went to form a new studio called Lightforge Games. And they want to make, uh, I imagine, games in the vein of what they used to do at Blizzard.
1: Well, Lightforge Games is the most Blizzard-ass name you could Yeah, make. It's the it most, is. like, World of Warcraft- fucking name you could come I'm up with. I'm glad you
2: brought that up because that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah. man, they they know their audience here. Wizards um, of they, the Coast.
1: It, it really just sounds like a spin-off of Blizzard. Like, whatever, <laughs> though. Um, This isn't the first time it's happened. Ben Brode and some people left Hearthstone and opened up their own studio where they make mobile games. Um... <laughs> Why is Perfect. everything so funny to you
0: tonight? Like, because I'm thinking just of like sitting there laughing of, like, the time. the way the Lightforge logo looks and stuff, I'm just imagining like a trailer where a dwarf goes like, Lightforge's new collectible card game, Hearthfire. <laughs> <laughs> Stay a while and listen to my story. <laughs> it's about the devil. The new He's action back. RPG, <laughs> L Devil." I'm, El Devil <laughs> Man
1: Cry yeah. right, baby I'm a fraud I'm not very familiar With any of the people Who are part of this New studio But I really like Blizzard Or at least Older Blizzard stuff a lot And I think that Planet
0: is, of Conflict
1: You hate this podcast I hate my life sometimes I just sit here And I try to tell the news oh, sorry, But it's impossible ahead. To tell the news Because you say you want A Hitman MMO The Watchmen everyone just starts Laughing at you <laughs>
0: Uh, Sorry,
2: go ahead No, that's the story story? Here's my question Do you think that (laughs) a company Full of people that made good games In the 90s
0: What if they don't do modern Blizzard games What if they're like a new platformer about three little vikings <laughs> oh <laughs> running around i would buy giants. that.
1: <laughs> it's not it wasn't just the 90s though like a lot of the early and mid 2000s had some really good blizzard stuff it's really only in the last few years that people have
0: oh my god <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead but I'm do, just, laughing, just But do you think news.
2: do you think that it would still be good right that's my cuz yeah. i feel like we've seen a whole bunch of times with studios and developers uh you know mighty number 9 uh the Platonic guys, who have, like, ri- been riding on this, like, we made amazing games back in the day, and the games that they came out with were not as amazing because a lot of the what they focused on was stuff that was good back in the day,
0: right? You know, we don't sure. know what these guys are going to do, um, except that they said, th- I, well, to quote them, they said they're going to try and make a game that looks to revolutionize RPGs. And I don't know what they're going to do, and I don't know if they're going to accomplish that, but personally... Um, According to this article, at least, or the press release, these guys have worked on World of Warcraft, Diablo, The Old Republic, Hearthstone, StarCraft, Overwatch, ESO. I mean, I I trust them. I think yeah. they're going to do something great.
1: I think that not having a big company like the they won't have as much money, right? So that part of it like will suck as far as making their game goes. But I think that not having this weird eye of Sauron over you only encourages making more interesting games. And even if they aren't hits like fucking overwatch or whatever like I think that there's only more room for creativity Mm -hmm. which is pretty exciting and if they suck well I guess try to make that game about three dwarves well you know
0: joke joke though I may here's the pitch they give they say the team is developing a new cross-platform social video game where players have the power to create worlds and tell stories with unprecedented freedom And the CEO says, we're looking to combine elements from Minecraft or raw blocks with tabletop RPGs to form a new way to play role playing games. So, you know, that's that's one of those pitches that could be amazing and could be a flop. It's hard to say. Yeah. Gotta wait. Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah.
1: There's another thing. Oh, sorry, Alex. I was just going to. Do you want to start? No, I want you to start.
2: Okay. Well, I was going to ask if you guys wanted to talk about uh, giantbomb.com. Yes. Found me the bomb, indeed. Um, Oh, man we've talked about this before but giant bomb uh the giant bomb and the giant bomb cast were pretty big inspirations for this podcast in terms of its like structure and tone and the idea that it's just just people hanging out talking about video games but also talking about video games right Mm -hmm. um and a lot of the old guard of giant bomb uh has gone uh vinnie Caravella, alex navarro and brad shoemaker who i think is the most shocking one he was there pretty much from the start right like him and ryan davis and uh Jeff Gerstman. Am I right? You know more about Giant Bomb than I do, Nolan. Is that right?
0: I don't 100% remember uh, who was there when the company was founded, but I can absolutely tell you that Brad Schumacher has been there for a very long time. I yeah. know that. And I know that uh, Vinny was also one of the very early uh, joiners. Um, Alex Navarro is, is an old guard as well, but he is probably the... He joined a, th- uh, the, a couple
2: years into it. I he's remember. probably
0: the latest person to join yeah. out of the group, but he very much is still part of the original um, cast before they began to cycle people out for sure. What hmm. I think is the
1: most surprising about it is that they all announced it at the same time with very short notice for fans. They,
0: yeah, they had. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure that they had been talking about it behind doors for a long time, and, and they the said that as much, right? But, yeah. yeah, but like, but I'm, all,
2: yeah.
1: Sorry, it no, just I'm, all I'm, of a sudden they were like, "Here's this podcast episode. By the way, this is it." like
0: yeah you know and, and it mean, was su- it was very surprising it's, it's it's surprising um i know that like some fans have sort of indulged in in conspiracizing about what that might mean or whatever um i mean i don't know like listener you know think think whatever you will uh personally uh, i know that these are pretty busy people i know that several of them have kids i know that they have a lot they want to do in their lives and had been a giant bomb for a long time and uh have have definitely expressed uh, in their talks since they announced with um, that they don't really welcome the speculation on whether or not this is to do with something other than just them making a call. So, uh, I mean, I don't I, really I th- think we can know why. Um, but yeah. they were had a great had a great run.
2: I I you know it's hard to not be conspiratorial because I'm kind of with Janelle here where it's like. And Vinny Caravella did come out and say it has nothing to do with any sort of six month contract because they just got bought out by a different company. I think it was CNET or someone who had them for a long time and then sold them, and they've hopped around to different companies for a while. But I mean, Vinny like, Caravella I was get... like, it, it was not a it was not a contract thing. They just decided to leave because and I as they wh- I stated, get what
0: you're saying, but I don't know. I I I trust him. Yeah, and it's not, it's no, not I, even so much, maybe there's something right? behind the scenes, but like they've talked about not wanting fans to try and guess oh. if there's some kind of backdoor deal. And so I just don't want to guess. Well,
1: sure, Listener, I know you care about us as much as them. Um, soon Nolan and I will be done at the University of Oregon and our podcast is going to do something different. So when we all of a sudden talk about that, it's not a conspiracy unless it is, Ryan our editor in chief. Why are you Ryan?
0: implicating our the Emerald Wait, is Ryan editor our editor in chief? I thought it was Megan.
1: No, she's our no She's
0: the podcast desk editor.
1: Yeah, Ryan is the editor in chief of the Daily oh, Emerald.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's our king. king Megan king is Emerald. our
0: Mr. King Emerald.
1: Is our um, something in
2: between.
0: I mean like you know Megan is our friend. That's what Megan the, is. The giant bomb story. That's yeah, true. I know that we're going a little over time, but I know that we all wanted to bring it up. Um, not necessarily because it's like a news story to cap off the news section but because i think that um to us and to many many people in the gaming press the giant bomb guys have been really really important uh to our inspirations and to our development and at at least speaking personally for me um ever since probably high school since the middle of high school uh their careers have been kind of a north star for me in terms of what i what i want to emulate um in content production the the kind of games content that i admire um and, and also in terms of like how they treat the people that work for them and the communities that they foster either just what yeah. what they have done is like so important and i think that they were especially the the people um mentioned in the article just like Top of the game, best best in the market, um, yeah. and I I really hope they do well, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do after this. But man, I hate that I can't just throw on the giant bombcast and get get my guys. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think
1: that like for me, I found them pretty late in my like interest in games journalism, but I don't know. This isn't to rag on any new games writers because i'm sure they're all great maybe this is just me being stuck in my old ways but you know when the mcelroys left polygon that like crushed me so many people that we talk about frequently on this podcast friends of the show have left kotaku and now this is happening and i really worry a lot about what's happening with games journalism like it 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 seems like and they mentioned this on the i think it was on the Beastcast a few times that like websites for video games are kind of
0: Giant Bomb is going
1: away a little bit. Giant Bomb
0: is like the 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 final torch holder of a video game website yeah. whose primary source of interaction is the website whereas other platforms have been focusing on Twitter interactions or YouTube videos or Twitch or rehosting Giant Bomb has sort of a grab bag approach that exists everywhere so their website is supposed to be their headquarters and yeah they're they're very much like a dying breed in that sense yeah, yeah they,
2: they took all of the best parts about you know the the evolution of new things like you know they adopted live streaming and uh you know like almost like playthrough editorial like playthroughs um mm-hmm. but also kept a lot of that old philosophy of like we're hosting things on a website like nolan was saying right so it's like
0: yeah and i mean You know when it when it comes to the people involved i mean jeff gerstman is you know a lovable grump he's he's grumpy as heck but he's probably the most knowledgeable most articulate man in games journalism in terms of there is almost nothing i think that you could bring up in the history of games games industry games development that jeff gerstman would would not have been uh tangentially like related to having already reported on or having intimate knowledge of in one way or another, or would not be able to point you to a person that would. And, you know, Brad shoemaker just being his like companion on the show in terms of hosting was always like my one guy that I was like, I know Jeff's not going to like red dead two or death stranding, but I know Brad will. Mm-hmm. I know I can listen to him talk about something I like. I know Alex won't like it either. If Brad does probably we can argue <laughs> about that too, it'll be a whole thing.
1: And I just I really grew to love Vinny.
0: Oh Vinny. Vinny's Vinny. wonderful. Did you ever he's finish the... Such, such a sweetheart. man Alex a when
2: man.
1: Alex, I know when we talked to you on, like, Private Message, you said you hadn't finished the BeastCast episode, but have you finished that?
2: No, I haven't. little bit The reason I didn't you finish it. it was of the the end of the Giant Bombcast, Vinny starts, like, thanking his family and crying. It's yeah. So. a I was like, oh. I was walking to the store, and I was like, I, this is too hard for me to listen to. And <laughs> it, then when it when up the the uh, when it had the full, uh, Beast Cast episode with like Austin Walker and they brought yeah. like happy no, back.
0: It was like so much. It was it was, when, it was like instant. He instantly Dan started Voice and Patrick Klepek and Austin. Oh no, not Patrick. Austin Walker. I was just yeah, like, yeah. no no. Nolan
1: and I were like leaving Eugene. We were like moving from our home into a new chapter of our life. So we're like also pretty emotional. And yeah. then in that one, he cries too, and we're like, God, <laughs> like I, it was uh, really difficult.
0: And, and Alex not... Navarro too. You know, I didn't mention him, but like that that guy's a Renaissance man having. Come from having worked for Harmonix himself and being a drummer and adding a lot of life to the podcast you But I cut you off, Alex. I'm sorry.
2: No, I, I was just—I was not around for the passing of Ryan Davis. I was not really knowledgeable of Giant Bomb or video game journalism back then. But you know that clearly shook the video game world and, and of course, the Giant Bomb community because he was one of the founding members of this new site. But this—I imagine this is a microcosm of what it feels like, right? The fact yeah. that like what we know. And these people are just gone. And, you know, yeah. I'm glad... It sounds like they're going to be doing new things. I hope they're still going to be in the public eye. Um, you know, like... A, like a, uh, Ben Pack, who was a... He was an intern for many, many years, but, like, relatively recent to Giant Bomb, just decided one day that he was going to leave, and he was just going to kind of... kind of hide from the public He didn't want to be a public figure anymore. Which is sad, because I, I really liked Ben. But... I hope but, that we're know, able to still some see of them, what these though, guys
0: are doing. Well, since yeah. um, Dan Reichert and Abby Russell left the Beastcast. Yeah, tw- well, they're Twitch um, streamers now, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and so Abby and Dan will stream together. Um, I know that uh, Drew Scanlon, who left Giant Bomb a good while ago, still occasionally appears as a guest on certain yeah. things. Um, he had to stop doing a lot of them, map, though, right? Yeah, you know, and, and I, I think that we will still see uh, them in their own individual careers. And also, if we don't, like, these people have already given so much and yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful to have been able to be around for some of the best podcasts when I would miss the bus to school and i would have like a 45 minute walk across this shitty road that didn't even have a sidewalk i'd have to walk in the ditch in, next to the bike lane in salem, in salem Oregon. yeah yeah i would go through the backlog of giant bombcasts, and i would just get you know like when their game of the year stuff came around ah oh, man i mean we could oh. go on but we're very over time it's just yeah no one it will... would, we, 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 we would be if... remiss not to at least give them a mention if if you enjoy listening to
2: us and want to know what we are in many ways a pale imitation of, go listen <laughs> to the the Giant Beast Cast and the and the Bomb Cast. Um, what were you gonna say, Janelle? Too?
1: I don't. I don't remember. It's gone. You know, when I was on our way out, we were listening to that. And my mom was like, "What are you doing on your drive?" And I I told her we were listening to a video game podcast, and she was like, "There are
2: others. <laughs> <laughs> Other people do that." So, oh, like, honey, there's so fucking many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like try finding a name for one that is isn't taken am a dozen i know yeah it's fun though but they're the best they're the best at it yeah so, yeah they really the are toys. i mean yeah. y- you
2: can also find really good highlight clips on i've been watching a bunch of highlight clips on youtube and sharing them in in a group chat with some people um especially some people who haven't really listened to giant bomb and like showing them clips and pieces like the clip where uh yeah. dan reichert thinks that uh boiling egg whites is trying to cook the shells of the egg <laughs> cute because he's a he's a 30 year old t- human toddler and he's just an amazing man uh oh, yeah man. that's what anyway we
0: did.
2: real quick we got we did get uh,
0: a message okay we have to be um, so speedy on it though we do have we're to be way speedy. over time we sure are
2: um okay now that the pandemic is slowly coming to a close in america and the light is at the end of the tunnel what are some pandemic gaming decisions or habits you've made For example, I started getting into Valorant, playing a ton of ranked matches, and feeling myself get more toxic in my day-to-day life. If I had to guess, I think I spent about $100 on weapon skins. Another friend of mine started getting super into Pirates Online, a fan recreation of the Pirates of the Caribbean MMO, and told me he was playing it for about six hours a day at the height of the pandemic. And... what? My immediate response to this person is I started playing Overwatch recently. Actually, with these two as well, but... Yeah, I started. I started playing. I started getting super back into uh, to Overwatch again.
1: Um, I don't think most of my gaming things changed during the pandemic. Um, Animal Crossing came out during the pandemic, so there's been a whole lot of that. Oh it yeah, hasn't yeah. Really stopped, but um, at least in the last month or so, Nolan and I have gotten very into the Hunt Showdown.
0: Excellent game.
1: Very into the Hunt Showdown. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that game seems really cool. That game fucking rocks. That game <laughs> is so sick um and i think that it's like the overwatch thing i think that now people are playing games with their friends online yeah. a little bit more often because how else are you going to hang out with your friends um so there's definitely been a lot more of that but i don't think that there's like a specific gaming behavior for me at least other than picking up this one game that i'm consistently playing maybe that has changed so much
0: not a behavior but if we're talking like the height of pandemic lockdown um I had already been uh, working my way through the uh, Yakuza games. Yeah. But yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Did the Yakuza Remastered Collection, which would be like three, four, and five, did that not come out like uh, March, like right when the no. lockdown began, or was it the previous year? Sorry,
1: that was February actually. But it
0: was. It like was like definitely. Close to it it right? was
2: definitely when it locked down. Yeah.
0: Because when the yeah. Yakuza, you know, I had I had just with Janelle just worked my way up through Kiwami 2 so I was primed for that to come out yeah and then when it did those games together that's that's like 300 hours together maybe those those three games and we just would just wake up and play Yakuza and then do it again the next day with like to-go food (laughs) and just
2: God. One thing one thing Roll that I've been doing those games.
0: Excellent one thing game. that's
2: been pretty consistent for me in the pandemic is I've been trying to like build my collection of like retro games. So yeah. lately I've been now that it's like spring and nice out, I've been uh, I've been hiking around to different garage sales and trying to like find things. But I remember at the start of the pandemic, this was maybe a week or two in, I was like, "You know what? I want to play Pokémon Emerald again." But I was a stupid child and I sold my copy of Pokémon Emerald. So I looked it up and they were like I found a, a, a used copy on eBay for, like, 80 bucks, And I was like, oh, my God, 80 bucks for one video game? I know it's a Pokemon game, so it's pretty, pretty expensive. But I guess I'll go ahead and buy that. And that was back when I still had a job, so I could, like, justify that in my brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was right before the quote-unquote Pokemon market just fucking exploded with, uh, <laughs> like, card-opening packs. And, like, like, I remember walking to a used game store. Uh, near my house. And they were selling uh, copies of Pokemon Emerald for like $300. And I'm not exaggerating. It's like, that's, that's, it's, it's insane. Like everything has exploded so much. I picked the worst possible time to start uh, wanting to like fill back out and fill up my, my retro game collection. It's
0: true. It's true. Well, uh, you know, we could talk for a long time and I'd love to, but unfortunately we're over time. So we do have to go Um, But if you have an email you want to send to us, have something you want us to talk about, we do have an email, emeraldgamescast at gmail.com. As you probably know, if you've listened, we also have a Twitter, at ODEgamescast. And that's got a, I always call it a survey. It's a Google form. It's a little Google form in there where you can submit like a a topic or a question as well. And they all go to the same place. We all um, read through those and uh yeah usually we do wheel of favorites but let's not we'll say we'll do that it. this time yeah we'll do that next time but uh, that's episode 63 gosh 64 next time maybe we'll talk about our favorite 64 Whoa. game or something like that that'd be kind of a good time Yippee. Oh, yeah. so see you then i've been nolan with me has been
1: i'm Granny smith
0: <laughs> okay and also with me has been
2: I am Red Delicious.
0: Okay, we'll see you guys next time.